Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, December 27th, 5.52 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. We had no overnight trade in the grain markets. We had a three-day holiday weekend. We will reopen this morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. If you're listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, all that stuff helps YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, my daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. I issued some recommendations regarding put options as it relates to corn and soybeans last week. And whenever that happens, I have some questions that come back from subscribers. I always want to make sure everybody understands everything uh, that I recommend. So I ran through all of those questions, addressed everything on Thursday last week. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. A swarm of Chinese fighter jets and warplanes flew in the region surrounding Taiwan yesterday. The Wall Street Journal reports that a few dozen of the 71 planes in total crossed the median line of the Taiwan Strait that separates the island from mainland China. A Chinese military spokesperson said in an online statement that Sunday's live firing drill was a response to escalating collusion and provocation by the U.S. and Taiwan. Uh, specifically, China is not happy about a, a new uh, U.S. defense policy bill that includes $10 billion over five years to Taiwan in order to finance sales of weaponry and military equipment. Both the White House and uh, the Taiwan government were critical of these maneuvers. Of course, any sort of, of U.S.-China tension raises questions regarding commodity demand. Um, this was a big story over the weekend. Does it impact the markets today? I don't really know. If people really thought we were headed to war with China, crude oil would be lower this morning. It's not. The stock market would be lower this morning. It's not. It's mixed. So I, maybe this turns into something for right now. Uh, I don't know if it's anything. I suppose we'll see if the grain markets are interested in this or not in a few hours here. Uh, I think the bigger piece of, of news out of China is the COVID reopening. So COVID and, and the reopening there, the, the move away from the zero COVID policy, uh, they're sticking to it, but they've got problems and there's going to be some growing pains here. City and Cities and provinces in China are reporting hundreds of thousands of new daily infections. China's National Health Commission said yesterday that it's going to just stop publishing uh, COVID surveillance surveillance data. And I think most of those numbers out of China we've seen regarding new daily cases and all that stuff, I think it's all been wrong all along anyways. Some officials believe that we'll see additional spikes in COVID cases prior to a moderation in January. So the Chinese government is set on a reopening. They think that they're going to see a spike, but that, that we may peak in terms of COVID cases in China sometime in January. So this is seen as being uh, positive stuff when it comes to the markets. Crude oil futures trade three-week highs this morning. Spot month WTI futures above 80 bucks. Some attribute that to better uh these better crude prices to the Chinese reopening. Uh, China also said it's no longer going to subject inbound travelers to quarantine. So I think uh, things look a little bit brighter, perhaps, for the Chinese economy. And maybe that's a good thing for, uh, you know, 
corn demand, soybean demand, commodity demand in general. So you got kind of two different things out of China today. I mean, the, the Taiwan deal could be potentially negative, but I'd say the reopening is more tangible and probably positive in regard to uh, commodity demand. Putin said yesterday that Russia is ready to talk, although the country's foreign minister then made some contradicting statements, and even Putin's statements were not really that great. Uh, Putin claimed at a press conference yesterday, we are ready to negotiate with everyone involved about accepting acceptable solutions, but that is up to them. We are not the ones refusing to negotiate. They are. I believe that we are acting in the right direction. We are defending our national interests, the interests of our citizens, our people, and we have no other choice but to protect our citizens. So, so, I don't know. This is kind of like it's kind of like double speak. I mean, he's saying that they don't want to negotiate at all, but it doesn't sound like Russia's opening is open to backing down at all. And then today, Russia's foreign minister accused Ukraine and the West of seeking to destroy his country. He said that Moscow's demands for ending the war must be met or that Russian forces will achieve them on the battlefield. There was some heavy fighting that continued in Ukraine over the weekend. So I guess this is more of the same. I mean, for a minute over the weekend, there were some headlines about Putin wanting to talk, but I, I think that was just talk. I don't think he's really ready to do much of anything. Argentina caught some rain over the weekend, although the forecast is really not that great. Your key corn and soybean growing areas uh, over the weekend saw anywhere from like a half an inch up to an inch and a half over the three-day weekend. There's some rain on the radar this morning over the northern areas of Argentina, but it's kind of removed itself from the, the key corn and soybean growing areas. The forecast... This is like sparse rain, uh, what, what's uh, projected here between now and January 5th. So some areas over the next you know, 10 to 12 days, they might see a quarter inch. Some areas might see up to an inch and a half. It's kind of sparse. Temperatures are going to run a few degrees above normal. So I think the recent rains in Argentina helped to some extent, although most traders and analysts still eyeing reduced soybean and corn production. Most of Brazil caught some rain over the weekend. They're in good shape. Uh, the forecast is wet, barring far southern areas in Brazil. So long story short, Brazil Brazil's in really good shape. They're probably going to have a record soybean crop, and uh, Argentina's probably going to lose some production. At the end of the day, you should end up with a combined record crop out of Brazil and Argentina. Large money managers remain long the row crop markets and short the SRW wheat market. CFTC released its weekly commitment of traders report on Friday. This data is accurate as of Tuesday, December 20th. Uh, in that week, funds were net sellers of 14,000 contracts of corn. They were net buyers of 7,000 contracts of soybeans and 3,000 contracts of SRW wheat. So you've got modest to large net longs in the uh, row crop markets and a building. Uh, I would call that a large net short at about 60,000 in SRW wheat. Friday is first notice day for January soybean futures. Make sure you take a look if you have any remaining open positions there. Uh, we did have a cattle on feed report out on Friday, maybe neutral to a little bit bearish. Cattle on feed were about as expected at 97. Placements were above expectations, 98 versus 96 expected. Marketing's at 101, which is pretty close to expectations. Outside markets this morning, U.S. dollars just marginally lower. Stock market's higher. The S&P's up 24. The Dow's up 210. Uh, bonds are off just a little bit. Gold's up 13 bucks. Crude oil up 64 cents in the March WTI 80.28 last trade into some three-week highs in the crude oil market. Uh, everyone have a wonderful day today. I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.